Okay, everybody have your copies here? Rafe, you have your Shulchanara still? Rafe, you still have your, uh, your thing that's floating around your Shulchanara? You still have it? Okay. Yeah, the regular? Yeah, we're going to eat tonight. What I'm trying to cover, as you probably noticed, which might take us a year or more, is Hilchah's Arab Shabbos. Maybe after that, uh, for five years, we'll be able to get the Hilchah's Shabbos itself. Obviously, it's intertwined. So I'm trying to uh, select the Simanim that deal with Arab Shabbos. There's a lot more to come. We're going to focus now on the Malachas. You're allowed to start on Arab Shabbos. That will continue into Shabbos. And things you're allowed to set up Arab Shabbos that will go on Shabbos, which is a big sugya. has to do with Shabbos clocks and other such things, and Avsha Milsa. Uh, then we have a Simanim on uh, Kenitsa Shabbos with Dismanim, Benish Moshes, and Lamir uh, Lakum, and Lakas Neiris. A lot of interesting things to come. Uh, let me focus on a couple of Sifim and Reish Nun Beis. If you go to page Reish Menches, which is Sim and Reish Nun Beis, in the Shulchan Aruch. I want to focus on Sif Hay. There are a few things that are very nogay here. The um, simon is about malachas you could start and have continues. Machlekes Beishayim Beishel and the Gemara, whether there's an Isser Shvisas Kalim. Is an Isser Shvisas Beima? That's an Isser Dereisa. Your animal has to rest. And then there's an Isser Drabana, Ramir Lakum. Is there an Isser that your Kalim shouldn't be doing malacha? Beishayim holds there is, Beishayim Beishel, there isn't. So there's no Isser Dereisa certainly on Kalim doing. Malachas. So if your uh, fax machine had an incoming fax, was it going out of style? Fax machine used to be a thing with a shrill tune. You uh, sent things in, and they used to print out. Uh, another ten years, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. A long roll. Yeah, a long roll. Right. So, um, so uh, can somebody send something? Let's say I'm in America. I'm sending something to Eric Yisrael, and the shop is there already. Uh, so is there a violation that his machine is working, printing? Is there an Isra Shvisa's Kalim? So Midaraisa B'Shamay holds uh, yes, and we Paskin, there's no Isra Warriors to draw on him. And the um, question is, is there another Isra, which we'll get to, called Avshamilsa? But the premise of the simon is that you're allowed to start off Malachas, most Malachas that have Shabbos, and have it go. Case in point, take a look at Sif There are many examples here. Uh, the beginning of the simon, he started talking about... Uh, Look at Sifala for a moment. Mutu lahatzchol b'malacha b'arushah. Let's go back to Sifala. If you let it start, some of Hashem afatish any yachol legamer b'arushah. Even though it cannot finish by day, the nigmers may allow b'shabbos. That's the theme of the sin. It will finish on Shabbos. Kigayin lishros diay v'samanam mayim hemnishik kol Shabbos. You could soak uh, soak fabric in uh, in dye. That's to soak for half a day, a day, two days, three days. So that's mutter. You started after Shabbos and continues to do tzviyah. Uh, and he gives other examples as well, of bleaching things. Now, I'll show you, go to, to Sif Hay. In between, he talks about giving things to a guy, which we'll probably get back to, uh, the Emil Akam side of things. Uh, Sif Hay, Mutal of Tarek Mayamagina, another example. You'll have to open up water to water a garden. Uh, they had streams, which they, I guess they had the ways to open and close, and you'd open it, and the water would continue to irrigate your field. 
So um, you started before Shabbos, it continues on Shabbos, there's no problem. You put something on your eye, and you're allowed to take her food on Shabbos. But you can start the food process before Shabbos, even though the, <coughs> the uh, eye drop here is uh, setting in, we're doing his job on Shabbos. So, you couldn't put it on Shabbos, but you can put it right before Shabbos and have it continue working. You remember from our Sugulasia, Mugmur is uh, uh, burning some type of uh, spice incense that uh, smells very good. You could put it under Kalim or clothing, the Hamas Gamer, Melee, and Shabbos, and they will continue to um, get uh, this wonderful smell and will seep in over Shabbos. Because we pass there's no Isra of your Kalim uh, being involved in a Malacha. You could start soaking uh, barley. Why would a guy want to do that? Beer. So that's a major thing. It has to soak for a long time. So you could do it right before Shabbos and let it continue to soak, and that's fine. You can lower the beam uh, to press olives and let it continue smashing it on Shabbos and let the uh, liquid ooze out. As long as you did it before Shabbos, that's fine. The only thing we have exam against, which you mentioned at the beginning of this sermon, is you can't put pots on the fire if it's not at least Machem and Dursai, where Machem are tapping, but Bushel called Sarcha without a blech. So that's exam Shem Yechati, you might stoke the coals, you might, you might try to get it moving quicker. That's because people are more bohol when it comes to their food. We're not worried about that in these malochas. Hashem of Ayah Yetzim and as Shabbos goes on, the Shem and the Ayah will, 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 will ooze out, that's fine. Okay, next page, one page, Reish Mem Tess. In seven days, as the mashkin gets squeezed out, again you set up before showers. The last example he gives is you can put wheat uh, for the city people here. Uh, you need flour to make bread. That's already chiddush to a lot of people. That's the main ingredient, and uh, to get flour you need uh, wheat. And the wheat, if you ever saw a stalk of wheat, which most city people did not, uh, it's made up of very hard kernels, and you have to crush them in a mill. Still done today, like it was in the good old days. Actually, the crushing is done, like it was done in the good old days. The machinery is probably electric. In the good old days, it was a windmill or a water mill, or a hand, uh, you know, use a hand grinder as well. They also don't mill it the same way. Yeah, what do they do now? I think they just smash them into each other and pulverize it. As opposed to? As opposed to actually grinding it with the... Oh, okay. Because there, there are meals that do it uh, old-fashioned way. Why, does it taste better? Well, at least they're claiming it does. Yeah, get it uh, in New Hampshire. Get it in New Hampshire, okay. I think it's an advertising gimmick. I can't imagine how much uh, how much better it can taste. No, but, what? It's like we went to this place in New Hampshire and got the stone ground wheat, where they actually grind it the stone. Uh-huh, okay. And now they just have a metal bar pressing down on it? With a water wheel. No, they're two stones. They have no, no, the, old, the new way. The new no, way. No, just, it's, what? It's, it's just metal that grinds it up. So it's like a, it's a sharp, it's a sharp blade. It's not a, a crushing. Okay, but we're going to talk about water mills and windmills. If you've never seen one in Yushalayim, they still have it up? No? You mean Moshe? Still, uh, wasn't that uh, Sir Moses Montefiore's? Uh, yeah, that that mill uh, in New Hampshire has a water wheel. Oh, looks like that. Okay. Grinders, right? You can buy little models of it. My son wanted one. It's what described it more. 
Uh, so if you don't know what we're talking about, maybe you can bring it. Do you have one at home? I didn't know. Oh, okay. Uh, it actually, it's going to be no gift to understand how it works, so this is uh, an important discussion. We're going to, see, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of it because there's some fascinating lumdash adinim to learn that of how this works. But they had a shoot. They put in the shoot. The weed would go down, and then it would get to the part that was moving because of the wind of the water, and it would get uh, crushed. And the rocks were rubbing against each other. The power was the wind of the water. Um... So you can put this stuff in before Shabbos. Now, what's the Chiddush, the last case? So the Chiddush thus far has been, you're allowed to start a malacha before Shabbos, and it goes by itself on Shabbos. It's mutter, with the exception of cooking. Cooking and baking, because of the gezerah. There you need a blech. Ramah points out this last case is the Chiddush. And uh, this is very called. The Chiddush of the last case is that it's not only mutter mitatera, it's mutter mitarabonon, and we're not worried about the possible gzeri durabonon, which others hold it is, as we'll see in a minute, of hashmaz kol. Hashmaz kol is when it makes a lot of noise, and what's called afshamilsa. Afshamilsa means it makes a racket, and it's a zilful of Shabbos. And people are going to hear, you can hear it down the block, and there's machinery going, even though you put it in before Shabbos, and everything was legal, but now he's going to know that, and they might think he's running it on Shabbos, and it's sort of like a Myra Sayan zilful Shabbos type of din, and the Ramah says the Chiddush of the Mechaber is Kamash Malan. There is no such Gzeir. The Ramah is telling you what, what the Chiddush in the last line of the Mechaber is. Uh, of course, you know what's coming. Uh, again, the first sheet of Lachashin, Lachmaz, Kalashi, Yomar, Chaim, Shalpan, Tachanis, We don't say there's a Mara Zion, Zilzal Shabbos, they're going to say Ruven has this thing going. Then the Ramah says, V'yesh Eisrim, Berechaim. And some do ask her because they hold there is a Gzeir Drabonor of Hashmaz Kol, of Abshamilsa. In any other area of Shabbos where things make noise, there's because there's Marashayim slash Zilzal Shabbos. I've seen both of Shainas. It's unclear to me whether there are two reasons or one reason. Um, I looked for Rayas. I'm still not 100% sure. It could be some Achlaikas. Uh, but the Ramah holds, and the Ramah is going to pass like this, that there is even though something is mutter. You said it before Shabbos. If it's not before Shabbos, there's a separate if it's making a racket. The question is, how loud is making a racket, which we're going to discuss. What? Yeah, you're not telling her to do it. She says, no, I'm your lachem. She's doing it out of her own volition. Uh, if she wants to use hot water, you didn't tell her to do the hot water. You want to do, that's certainly mother. Yes, I think that's uh, that's an issue. But hot water would allow it. Chabra would allow it. If she's a Friday cleaning lady, then you'd be okay. Uh, what? We're all Spanish. <laughs> there you are. Okay, I know there's a reason for it. Uh, and the Filipinos probably came from Spain also. So, uh, Excuse uh, me, we're not Polish cleaning. Uh, Polish cleaning is a clear Ashkenazim. So, uh, so then, now we know. Uh, um, so, yeah, according to the Mechabra, it will be mutter. Um, it's an interesting point because the Ramah is talking about the Xayra on Jews. My. My tzad l'hokul, I'll have to think about it to see if anybody has a raya. Tzad l'hokul will be is maybe there's no gzeira when she's doing it. According to the reason the gzeira should apply. If it's a mara, it's not a it's also Shabbos. They're going to say, where Chaim Shaplani is going, so how are they going to know who's doing the vacuuming? And don't tell me that well, it's an orthodox home, obviously they know you're not vacuuming, because then they can undo the whole thing, so why is it ever mara, So Alamai, we are worried about the mara, it's also Shabbos, so why should it make a difference if she's doing it or it's coming from, coming from inside my house? I think it's a. I think it's a very good point. There's a big difference. Like, if, for example, you could do it quietly versus. Yes. Question is how quiet. So many people have asked me about dishwashers, and this is very not good. The Shiloh. What? Where's the Mara Zion? 
Well, Afshamilsa, Hashma is called. What the Ramah is talking about is the reason is Zilzul Shabbos, Marazayan, are both a mix of, mix of the two. Well, it's not the Marazayan, it's really, it's really Maris Eisen. Well, that's the question who's hearing it. How loud does it have to be? So the get there, the place can say is if it's heard out of the room, it's a problem already. And vacuum cleaner can be heard out of the room. It can be heard all over the house, probably out of the house. That's the Shiloh that we're going to discuss. That's unclear. How many people might be listening and who's listening and who are we, who are we aiming at? But if it happens to be a vacuum cleaner can be heard outside the house. You live in Muncie. You have a big backyard. And uh, who's walking by your house? What happens to be, I have a big backyard also. And the whole shul walked by my house. Uh, so it's not, it's not a riot, and there can be people out of the house. So um, once it's a low plug, it's a low plug. You live in an apartment? You live in an apartment, yeah. What about the central area? So that already is something, there are going to be categories where everybody knows it runs up by itself and it's set before Shabbos, and therefore it's not a problem. There are a lot of cases that are going to be gray in between, which we're going to discuss. The air conditioning. Generators also, yeah, generators, that's, um, and Yenna Diem, yeah, that was, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> not about that, we had, uh, you missed the Shabbos here, we, we were discussing the Kol Chol and Latina, yeah, yeah, you heard about it, what? <laughs> so it's, uh, all the doctors in the shul held that you could sit in the house at 58 degree weather and nothing will happen to you, but, uh, but we thought maybe there was a shy love of Kol Chol and Latina. Um, Aaron came over to me, Aaron Kushner, he's a property manager. He said he came over as a riot to what I was saying. Um, he New said, in New York City, believe it or not. Yeah. What? 55, he said, New York City. 55. Can you believe You're allowed to, the landlord, usually against landlords. So this is a real cool look. 55 degrees, you're allowed to put the temperature down, down at night to 55 degrees for, 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 for 10 hours. That's a cooler, yeah. <laughs> a real cooler, yeah. <laughs> what? I grew up that way. <laughs> okay, but nobody got sick. Nobody got sick. Yeah. still breathe. Very comfortable. Very healthy. Okay. So that's what I say. So the whole, as I mentioned this year, I didn't push this. The Shabbos is just of the generator. I didn't announce this too loud. I didn't want to take responsibility for somebody who has a 90-year-old grandmother or a young infant. I didn't want to take a chance. But Lamaisa, if it's 10 degrees, everybody's masking was a good header, as I said on Shabbos. If it's 6 degrees, everybody's masking was a good header. It was 45 and windy. I was in the house. It was chilly. And uh, the main thought in people's head was that it's uncomfortable, which it was. I gotta put on a sweater, it's America. I can put on two sweaters, it's America, but that's not the head there. Head there is that people might get sick. That's the, uh, anyway, that was Shabbos's, uh, that was Shabbos's uh, shear. Um, so, Akiva, I think your point is, is a good point, and I don't see why there should be a tzadlachokal on that. Even though it's a little bit of a question in my mind as you, as you asked it, I think people are assuming, that doesn't mean they're right, that uh, I didn't ask her to do it, let her do what she wants. Yes, yeah, I was joking about the way the clean lady's from. Obviously, right. it depends on the landlord, yeah. That's great. That's not going to help so you and me. But it's... Yeah, yeah. Ramaz explained the Machabra, but he, he himself will, will, will say in a minute, it's Machabra, yeah. So, so what would this world custom to now? I'm saying I, the situation where in winter, sometimes my clean lady is still, still by my house, and Friday when shops come in, it definitely is. A, I, I would even without this from all, I, intuitively it is a zilzal. You have a shabbos and the family's around. She's vacuuming. Well, it's like you know, when shabbos come in at four thirty, she's there till five o'clock. She should... So the last half hour should be tidying up and folding laundry. That she could do because even though folding, I can't ask her to fold because you can't fold on shabbos. 
But if she wants to, to do it herself and uh, she does it in a way where she could have done it away, it's mutter, she's doing it away, it's also against the same. Sure the yeah, yeah. Shabbos comes in, it should be Kedusha Shabbos now. Yeah, I think. And that's the point of this concept of Shemilsa, but I think it's, uh, you know, we, we, can, we can identify with the point. Yeah. What if an act draws attention to some halacha being done, but it's not through audio, through visual or something else? That's going to Like you see the indicator dishwasher is purring like a kitten, it's quiet, but you see the red light on. Something like that. They didn't make the gzaira. I think that's mutter. It's already a mafalikis when you hear it. So if you only see it, I think they didn't make the gzaira. So I'm saying, for instance, how, how does the website on Website's a whole different child of doing business on Shabbos. So it's certainly, everybody's masking l'chadchil is better close the website. If you can't, and most people claim they can't, uh, the next step is not to have the credit card processed on Shabbos, to have it manually processed, which is not so easy. It's a big website. If you can't do that, then it's a schmooze, but uh, there, there are still the l'chadchil. It's not, it's not l'chadchil. It's better to have it closed. And, uh, it's your Yes, yeah, it's not the Kalim issue, it's the business issue. You can't, Rabbi Kivega holds, you can't have a Kenyan done for you by hook or by crook, even if you're not doing the Kenyan. So that's the problem. So we, and Rabbi Moshe goes about the Kivei Gilchatchilu. That's the difference. But also, Kalim is not Kamutu based on this sin. What's the rationale in the beginning? It says, Lo Chachin No, so he's, he's, he's explaining that the Machaber pointed out this case, the two Chidushim over here. This case, like all the other cases, it's a Shrisis Kalim. And by the way, this case is another Chidush. This thing makes a racket. And you can hear it down the block, and you see the Machaber is not worried about Ashmosko. Yeah, he's explained the he's explained where the machaber. Yeah, the Yeshua is arguing the machaber. First, he explains the machaber. Yes, yes, which he does right now again. Next page. says, we are concerned with Ashmal's call, making noise. but if it's a hefsid and you really need this running, which I what the hefsid is. Uh, then Yeshua Hakol and his Be'etzim, he really passes like the Machaber, to Moshe's parallel, Simon, says in Reish Memdalim. And then he has another head there. Mutra Lahamid, Klima Shkadosh, Shekaren Zeger. That's like grandfather clock. Mayor of Shabbos. I find this, this example fascinating. It makes a racket. Every, the old grandfather clocks, every quarter hour starts chiming. So it's making a racket. You can hear it all over the place. Afa pi shemashmiya kol adiyah shows b'shabbos. Even though it's making noise, ki hakol yedin shadarkan lahamida meyesmo. So everybody knows that's not a myra science also shabbos. Everybody knows you set the thing and it runs before, and you don't set these things on shabbos. I don't know. Maybe somebody can investigate. Um, it'd be a nice thing. I guess you can find it anything today. Can you investigate uh, a grandfather clock three hundred years ago? How often you had to. Or whatever they did, wind it up with the equivalent thereof. Every day. Okay, I was afraid of that. If that's true, then I don't understand this. Because the whole shot is, is that you have something was muchuch, that he didn't do this on Shabbos. Why is it muchuch? You have to do it every day. So maybe do it every day, 11 in the morning? See, it's, you could do it before Shabbos. Okay, but you do a lot of things before Shabbos. I'm chayshish, I'm chayshish, I'm lasted for a week. You have a clock like that at home? Yeah. Really? It's not 50. It's the 1800s? I hope you have a good alarm system in your house. Uh, <laughs> sounds like it's valuable. Uh, what? Still have to run. I think I should also call maybe the ring for the bell every hour. 
Yeah, okay. I, every hour, 15 minutes. I just, I know somebody has about 15 minutes. Yeah, every hour. He says every hour. The bell, yeah. The chime. The chime. It's a lot of shemils when it goes off. You heard it. So it would bother me a little bit if you have to set it every day. Then I, why is it? Why is he going to assume I said it before Shabbos? If, if I put the rechaim and it makes noise, so there's the chashash. He thinks I, I'm running it on Shabbos. So why wouldn't he think I said it on Shabbos? Now let me just go. If it runs for seven days, as well, I'm, I'm a little, you know, more okay with it. I just don't know what the mitzvah is. Um, yeah. yeah but what, by rechaim, where the actual kula that's happening is a real malacha. So. No, oh, so I was going to get to that. The, the Isra over here is the Mara Zion that maybe he did a malacha. You're asking, what's the real malacha in setting the clock? So there's three shittas in Paiskim. What the Isra of winding a watch that stopped is. Some say it's an Isra Dereza. Some say it's Tikkun Mana. Once it stopped, it's dead, worthless, and you wind it, you brought it back to life, and it's Tikkun Mana. Some holds an Isra Dereza. Others say it's not Tikkun Mana Midereza, it's only Midereza because it's sort of made to wind and it stops all the time. So maybe it's only Midereza. Some hold this mutter because it's made to, it's like uh, when you set up a folding table, that's not, uh, that's not new construction, it's made to, to fold and to uh, put away, you put it back. So it's common that it stops. So you have all three sheets, the rice, the or, 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 or mutter. Then there's another machlekes, if it's going already, can you wind it further? That some are more make on, some say that's still a problem. This become this is, used to be a very popular shayla. It's going out of style because most people don't have watches that you wind. Sometimes the watches that you move your hand. It's a similar shayla. I tell people that if you you have one for shabbos like that, maybe it's your watch. You don't have a separate shabbos watch. I tell people that if if all things are equal and you're getting married and Mikala wants to buy you a watch, might be kedai to get one with a battery um, that just goes. What? If you're married already, you have it. Then uh, then then then. Keep, uh, keep her, keep the watch, keep everything, and, uh, and, uh, and there's what to be angle with. Because over there they say it's only misasic, you're, just, you're moving around, you're not thinking about it, you know. So it's, um, there's what to, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to trade it in. But, uh, but I'm just saying, it happens to be, it's not that it's not a shayla. Because the sheet is a hold, even as it's going, there's a problem of continuing then that's, that's what you're doing. It's a little better because you're not doing a mice to wind it, you're just moving around. Most people are make on the show. You're not, you're not going out on a big limb. Also, just a tiny limb. But yeah. <laughs> uh, there are also watches that charge from the sunlight. Uh, yeah. So is it charging something electric inside? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. solar power watch. Yeah, solar power watch. Yeah, it's the same shyly. There's plenty of them to make on both shyly. Uh, and the winding ones are going out of style. Do they make ones that are very expensive and they still have to wind? Probably not. Yeah, they make the, the old fashioned ones. Well, well, there's still, I, I still see a hill where, by the way, when, when the, what's making the noise is the, is the object, which is, is the kula of the actual thing, which is usher in the first place. Right, people think he's feeding the mill. Right. By Tikkun, Tikkun always has nothing to do with whether the, the noise is totally disconnected from the No, it is. Because if they hear a chime, they're going to think, you just said it an hour ago. You're right, the ball's not happening right now, but they think he did something on Shabbos. Same thing with the mill. It's 12 o'clock. They're going to think, oh, right before he went to Shul, he fed the mill, and uh, now he's coming back after Muslim. He's going to feed some more. doesn't mean they think he's doing the malacha right now. They, they see his thing is running. So the Ramaz Kula is a sense it was very common to set it before. If I said it every day, I don't really understand why that's a header. So maybe it's only once every few days. That was my conjecture. Um, so it's, it, no, this is your set clock. So then it's not going to be any Myra Science, not Zilzal Shabbos, and it's Mutter.
The mill made more noise than the mill made more noise then? Let's say during the week the water was going. The mill made a lot of noise. Um, yeah, what makes the noise, I assume, is the stones rubbing together, not the wheat, not the wheat getting ground. Yeah, they disconnected. I assume they did. Yeah, they didn't have that, that thing. Why would they have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have to go 24 hours, you're going to have to replace your tires a lot. Yeah, see, <laughs> so, yeah. So it's important to learn. You can learn a little about history. It's good to know, uh, you know. Uh, those are hard to, okay, but, but this is the way. There were people, there were people who made a living off of this. You had a little mill set up. You had the corner mill guy. He brought their wheat, and they would uh, mill it for them, and they would take it home. And there's all sorts of competition rules. Also, give us all his cool. Yeah, if you a miller, a baker, a water Right. Right, right. You needed, uh, you know, these, these are basic, right, these are basic life support. So again, so Amal is Machmer on Afshar Milsa Shmuel's call in general. He's makol by the Zager by the clock, and he says the reason can't call yet. Then Shadakan let me the Mesmal, and therefore it's not a problem. Okay, uh, there's a lot to uh, say about this. Uh, the first, if you have your copy in front of you, well, you have one for me. I'll take one. Thank you. I'll just uh, start it now. Um, I usually don't copy chuvas that are not halachalamaisa. And usually the chuvas I copy from Moshe are always halachalamaisa. This is an exception to both rules. I, I really, but, it, but it, it, it's an important read because even though, come on, everybody argues, uh, the questions and the concerns he raises are important for the sugi. I'm giving you that heads up now. Don't get nervous as you read this, but you probably have heard Baal Pep that Ramesha, well, if you learned the FTJ, you certainly heard about that, that Ramesha was against using a Shabbos clock for anything except for lights. A well-known shita, one of the few humras that Ramesha suggests, one of the few psukim, psukim that really aren't followed in America, uh, except for by my son-in-law and anybody else who is, <laughs> who is a member of the family. Maybe, maybe there's some uh, Talmidim, Mufakim, who uh, follow it as well. Probably not too. It's a, it's a big humra. It's, it's a very big humra. I... Um, my Rebbitson went to um, my daughter's house. They live here in Kiryas Rodney. Um, it, during the summer, they just got married. It was the beginning of September. It was a Shabbos afternoon. It was hot as blazes. She walked in. It was like 100 degrees in the apartment. So she asked my wife, why is the air conditioner not running? She says, well, it's kind of expensive, and we don't use Shabbos clocks. So either we turn it on the whole Shabbos and pay the price, literally, or we don't. So we didn't. So that's, <laughs> I take a, take a son loads up those grants, and that's what you're going to get. <laughs> so she literally sweated it out. You know, he has some coolers also. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but just interesting, like, I, you know, as I start thinking, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, too. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's, there's somebody actually keeping this. So this is no Gehlemaisa, but some people, most people, and I'm Ahmed, but Ramesha is, has a long truth, as we're going to see parts of it. He's pretty strong on the issue. And, what? Ramesha holds that you cannot, this simon, this simon is about setting up things before Shabbos and having Malachah continue. So if I set a Shabbos clock, I can have the Shabbos clock turn on whenever I want. Right? I set it before Shabbos. What's the problem? Based on this simon. Ramesha has a tshuva uh, to discuss why he believes that it's absolutely not the case. And that you cannot use a Shabbos clock to turn on or off anything. With the exception of lights, and he has an interesting reason why that is. 
and I'm giving the introduction to Sanabisha Panic as we read this, that uh, normally the truth is we read Rambisha are halakhalamaisa. This one, uh, if you want to be machmer, fine, but uh, you know your wife's probably not gonna go for it or the rest of the family. Uh, so if you have the Masara, fine. If not, the question is who disagrees and why do they disagree? So first you have to see what he says to dis- as a springboard to discuss why uh, some disagree. I don't even think uh, do Talmidim in Staten Island follow Ravuven in this? Probably not. Very few. Yeah. Even the ones in, I don't even think the ones in Muncie go learn there in the morning follow it. Uh, so uh, so it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to follow. It happens to be, this shoe was written a long time ago, Tavshin Lamed Zayin. It will become more well-known than it's something that... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I, I think that's what I said. The underpinning for Lamedus over here is important to see inside. That, that's why I'm, I'm breaking with tradition. This is, an, this is an important piece to see, whether you uh, agree or disagree at the end of the day. Um, and... What's interesting is, is that what he's going to start off with, which we're going to discuss tomorrow night, is his great fear, which was not unfounded. Now we're, now we're, we're, we're almost a half a century later, that it can become a free-for-all in the house, that you can have Shabbos clocks turn on and off everything, and it won't be Shabbos anymore. That was his first concern. And he wasn't wrong. Everybody says, we don't pass like a measure. I don't know, maybe we do, maybe we don't. But he wasn't wrong on the issue. And there are some in some modern places, they have... Um, Idiot boxes turning on, turning on and off. They have VCR attached to the idiot boxes turning on and off. They have all sorts of just a total, it's like a Tuesday. It's just that they don't want to do it, but they don't want to miss this show and that show and the other show. That's not Shabbos. So you'll say, how can that be? How can they have the idiot box in the house in the first place? The answer is they don't, but somebody dropped it off right before Shabbos. So they had a, okay. So they have other problems if they have that thing in the house. But you can imagine, Ramesha was very concerned about, about something like this. Lights are okay, even if I'm talking about So we'll see. That's all good. So, Mitzvah Shem, we will start this tomorrow night. Just giving you the uh, heads up. Who do you want to say that 